we tend to assume that if we are around something positive or more high vibe, then it implies that we're going to start feeling better. This is not always the case, and today I'm going to explain why. First, before we dive into why, I need to explain what I mean when we use the word vibration or vibe. Everything in this universe is energy. This energy vibrates. An energy that vibrates imparts information. The amplitude and frequency of energy is what determines how, in what form, that energy will express itself. We call this a vibration. It's a term you will hear often in spiritual circles. What you will hear often is somebody saying, oh, that person has such a high vibration, or that thing has such a high vibration. What this means is that there is some positive quality that this thing holds. Here's an example. We may say that rose quartz has a high vibration. We do this because as an energy, as a stone, it is nurturing and it inspires compassion between people and it makes us feel connected to the world and inspires a heart opening. You know, a space of love. Or we might say, oh my gosh, that person has such a high vibration. When we say this, this implies that they're so awakened, or they're so intuitive, or they're so fun, or they're so confident, or some other positive thing. We live in a universe that is governed by the law of mirroring, which is often called the law of attraction. In a universe that is governed by the law of mirroring, only things of like frequency can share the same time and space. They have to be a vibrational match. Because of this, we see things like entrainment occur naturally in our world. How this applies to vibration is that when two energies are in the presence of one another, they will come into resonance with each other. Usually the less dominant frequency will change to match the more dominant frequency. And to generalize, usually whatever vibration is the higher frequency is the one that is the most dominant. That means that it's more likely that if we're in a crappy mood and a pretty unloving mood and we share space with rose quartz, this entrainment dynamic is going to make it so that our vibration raises up to make us feel more loving. Obviously because of this, it's pretty tempting to think, well, if I'm sharing space and time with something that is higher vibration than me, then I'm going to feel better. But as you've noticed already, probably in life, that's not always the case. And there are some concrete reasons why. I'm going to explain the top reasons for you today. One, you may feel worse around something that holds a higher vibration because of resistance. Resistance is any oppositional force. When entrainment starts to occur, so we start to raise our frequency up to match whatever that thing is that is in a higher vibratory state. Anything within us that is against that higher vibe state will go into immediate resistance. Now you might be like, what, what the hell? I mean, if it's a higher vibration, wouldn't that just feel amazing? And wouldn't that just be an automatic, obviously we're going to raise to that frequency, that's what we want. Why the hell would there be resistance? Okay, I'll explain why. Imagine that in your childhood, your personal power was seen as a bad thing. Anytime you demonstrated personal power, it led to negative social consequences. If you spend time around someone who has a lot of personal empowerment, i.e. a higher vibration than you hold, this is likely to cause the part of you that has that negative association with, and therefore resistance to personal power, to come into a state of resistance. As a result, you're going to feel negatively towards that person, and your body is actually going to register them as a threat. 
To understand more about resistance, you can watch my video titled Urgent. Deal with your resistance before you do anything else. Two, for things of a lower frequency, to entrain with things of a higher frequency, they need to release or let go of anything that is keeping their current vibration low. Essentially, there is a process of letting go of or releasing anything that is not a match to that higher vibratory state, which is why it is so incredibly common that things that hold a higher frequency cause a kind of detox process or a purging process or a flushing to the surface of things that no longer serve kind of a process. For example, shamanic medicines, which tend to hold a very high vibration, they tend to make people purge on the physical level. They tend to create huge emotional releases. They tend to cause the subconscious mind to purge into the conscious mind. Or let's make it more practical. Let's say that currently we're around the higher vibrational experience of being in a loving and safe relationship. It's gonna make you feel really good, right? Not necessarily. What might happen as a result of being in that situation is that suddenly you're no longer desensitized to the fear you feel in social situations. You're no longer normalizing that fear, and so you're feeling more of that fear. Or, for example, all of the grief you have inside your being for being in years worth of abusive relationships might suddenly come to the surface. Three, being around something or somebody that holds a really high frequency can sometimes make us more aware of what we lack and where we aren't. Many of you have experienced this, I know it, when you're feeling totally terrible and you go hang out with that friend who's currently feeling really great about their life. You hang out with that person and you kind of want to kill them, right? Because they make you feel so much worse about yourself. You end up feeling sorry for yourself and like, why are they experiencing that and I have to experience this? And it just causes you to even go down the spiral further. Suddenly, the contrast between where you are vibrationally and where they are vibrationally makes you feel even worse. Or for example, let's say that we visit a group of people that are higher vibration and that they are open and honest and intimate and committed to each other. That may cause us to feel worse about our own social circle, the one we usually spend time in. Suddenly, because we have that comparison, we start feeling even more alone and surrounded by distant, dishonest people who only have relationships of convenience. If we subconsciously slip into negatively comparing ourselves with whatever holds a higher vibration, we will feel worse about ourselves and our life. Four, when we are exposed to something high vibe, it naturally induces a process of healing to take place within us. When we look at healing, what healing ultimately is, it is to change a pattern from something that is unwanted into a pattern that is wanted instead. Usually it's opposite. For example, if we feel demeaned, to heal is to feel valued. Or if we are lonely, to heal is to achieve togetherness. But this process often involves us becoming aware of and experiencing some pretty painful things. What I want you to become more and more comfortable with is that there is a very big difference between simply experiencing pain relief, feeling better, and healing. So you can understand this, I'm gonna give you an example. Let's imagine that we realize, oh my gosh, I've been living a totally inauthentic life. Let's imagine that what made somebody realize, oh my gosh, I'm living such an inauthentic life is the fact that they just spent time around somebody who is higher vibration and that they're really in their authenticity. Not only that, they're supporting that person's authenticity. Being around that person 
causes a healing around authenticity, and not a feel-good one. First, this process of healing by becoming more authentic means that they have to not feel very good because they're going to be looking at the aspects of themselves that are inauthentic. That's number one. Number two, they have to be willing, despite fear, to enter into conflicts instead of avoid them. They may end up having to change or even end relationships that were not created from a place of authenticity. They may end up having to see the pain they caused others by entering into those relationships on an inauthentic foot. They have to leave the familiar and create a whole new life for themselves, etc. None of this feels good. You can see looking at this process that it doesn't feel good. But that doesn't mean that a person should just stay inauthentic and find a way to feel good by being inauthentic. We can see that that process of going through that pain will ultimately lead them to an authentic life that does feel good. This may sound counterintuitive, but I want you to know the following. Even though the fact that something feels good to you can be an indication that something is good for you, that doesn't mean that anything that feels bad is bad for you. It also doesn't mean that something that feels good is good for you. What I want you to know is there is definitely a limit when it comes to knowing that something's good for you because it resonates with you. For example, it doesn't always feel good to exercise, but exercise is good for you. Cocaine makes you feel good, but it isn't good for you. Physical affection is good for you, but it won't feel good to you if you have trauma around intimacy. Having your ego stroked will feel good, even if getting your ego stroked in a situation will keep you totally blind to something dysfunctional that you're doing and thus keep you stuck in a detrimental illusion. When we are around a high vibrational thing and it causes us to feel bad, it does not mean that high vibrational thing is bad for us. It is simply an indication that we have something negative or painful that needs our attention on the road to raising our own vibration or healing or finding improvement. Raising your frequency might cause negative side effects. It may cause you to feel worse before you get better. But I can promise you that even though raising your frequency and your vibration is not always sunshine, gumdrops, and roses, it is good for you. <laughs> Have a good week.